Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To talk more about that, we go out to the 610 hotline and welcome in our Chiefs insider and, of course, part of the Chiefs radio network. He'll be on the call Sunday on 106.5 The Wolf with uh, Dan Israel, Mitch Holtis, Josh Klingler, and players only tonight right here on 610 Sports Radio. He's the former Chief Wide Receiver, Dane in Hughes. What's going on, man? How you feeling? What's going on, fellas? It's AFC Championship Week for the sixth straight year. How are you guys feeling? <laughs> Great. Not bad. Yeah, spoiled. I'm, feel, I'm feeling spoiled, Dane, and that's what it is. I'm feeling yeah. a little spoiled. Normal, honestly. I'm kind of used to it at this point, Dane. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. I mean, this is par for the course. It's, this is what has been set up for us during the Patrick Mahomes era. Doesn't mean we're taking it for granted necessarily. Doesn't mean that we're we have any uh, you know we're we're putting aside the Ravens like they're just some speed bump. But it does play into the fact that this is what we're accustomed to doing. Patrick Mahomes playing into late January. It's been it's been a blast. I'm looking forward to this game this weekend. What about uh, what's your thought on Mayer videos? By the way, them betting between each other, Dane and pro or against. I don't have a problem with it. I think the Cincinnati mayor little went over the edge <laughs> with some of the trash talk. But as far as the betting, got no problem with it. Putting something on the line, it, it kind of is normal right now. So uh, you gotta ha- you gotta be able to show that extra support. Sometimes you gotta put yourself on the line to do so. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I got no problem with it. Cody and I were joking about that earlier. That's why he asked you about it. He doesn't really like it. He thinks they need to do that. Better Taking up thing. too much time, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> got like 4K videos time? with drone videos. It's like a half day shoot. Okay. <laughs> what what uh what about Baltimore though? Have you you been to Baltimore a few times, right? I mean, the, the Chiefs played there on Sunday night the last time in 2021. Yeah, that was a, a tough tough environment and you guys, I don't know if you remember, but if if you watched what you guys did, but if the the listeners watched the Netflix series Quarterback, uh I believe it was on that series where Patrick Mahomes was interviewed about uh other venues besides Arrowhead Stadium. And he actually mentioned Baltimore as being a difficult environment, a very loud environment. I thought that was interesting back then that he had said that. And now fast forward, what, six months, and we're going there for the AFC championship. So it's going to be loud. I think last week playing in Buffalo prepared us for this moment to some extent, whether it's the weather, which won't be a factor outside of some rain probably, but uh, the crowd noise, seeing how our offense was able to be efficient, more efficient than most of the season, even with all that crowd noise. And it was loud in Buffalo. So I expect us, I think they set the tempo right now where I expect them to not have 
any hitches on offense. They, I mean, they were able to drive the field. Yeah, we, we kicked the, uh, you know, field goals at times. We didn't score in the red zone as often as you would like, but um, they seemed to manage it well, which is very encouraging. What do you worry about from the run defense perspective? I know Buffalo obviously ran the ball really well against Kansas City, and certainly Baltimore can too. But in a weird way, Danon, I feel like these teams who used to shorten the games against Kansas City get the wins are finding out that that's the way the Chiefs win now too. Like it's not to me, it's not the same advantage as it yeah. used to be to shorten the game when you got to go 15 plays down the field. Yeah, true. I mean, we've shown that we can strike pretty quickly. I think they showed that against the Buffalo Bills you know, running, you know, darn near half the plays that they ran and still having more points. Uh, but the fact remains is stopping the run against the Ravens is of the utmost importance. If anything else, it's stopping the run. I feel like if we challenge Lamar Jackson to have to throw for 300-plus and three or four touchdowns, that's, that's probably an uphill task for them and that organization. But – if you allow them to run for 160-plus and allow the play action off of that, that's the effect of the offense is that it's not so much that you're thinking he's going to throw for 300-plus and four touchdowns, but he could if you allow the run game to be efficient because that's where the play action happens. That's where the linebackers get into confusing positions as to whether to attack the offense, to, to attack the um, – the, uh, the line of scrimmage or to drop in that intermediate area where the tight ends and those crossing routes have been uh, effective for them. So stopping the run has to be a priority. We're talking to Danian Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver, getting set for the game on Sunday afternoon in Baltimore. On the Baltimore side of things, we, we know about Odell Beckham Jr. They got a talented rookie in Zay Flowers. All signs are pointed to Mark Andrews playing, but their backup tight end Isaiah likely was really impressive as well. What do you make of the, the skill set there and the skill position players for this offense w- with the Chiefs defense who has been so good this year? I feel like it's pretty much identical to what we just experienced last week with those two tight ends and Knox and Kincaid. Those, those guys are pretty identical to what we're going to see this week. Isaiah likely maybe a little bit more athletic, but a little bit bigger tight ends that going into the game against the Bills, I thought it was going to be the toughest challenge that we would face because of how well they played the week before and um, just the threat that they are and they can be across the middle. Uh, Lining them up when you're moving Justin Reed up into the box to be effective kind of rover slash hybrid linebacker and then some of the issues that you would have with uh, who's going to be that other safety. Mike Edwards is still... Uh, in concussion protocol, Shamari Connor graded out phenomenally last week. Could be a guy that's going to see more time in the back end, but he's a rookie. So you just kind of wonder where that where that dynamic will be in regards to defending those two tight ends. Because Mark Andrews, even though he's coming back after a lengthy uh, injury, he's still a threat. He's still one of the top tight ends in the league, and Isaiah likely has shown that he can be very effective as well. Since we're talking about tight ends, I saw a couple of national reporters yesterday talking about Travis Kelsey and specifically about how Andy Reid had kind of referenced the fact that after that week 18 bye week that he got, that it seemed like Travis had his legs back. Does it look that way to you? Did Travis look like he was moving faster than he was towards the end of the season with all those nagging injuries? 
I think so. I think sometimes with Travis, because he's he works on improv so much, where he adjusts his routes, he's on the same page with Patrick Mahomes, uh, and it's not necessarily based on the playbook drawn up way that they run the plays, that you can sometimes get into your own head, overthink things, make adjustments where maybe you don't need to make adjustments, um, and so on. And I feel like maybe when you add that to some of the fatigue, you start to wonder, okay, well, his, his ineffectiveness might have been contributed to both of those things, not just the wear and tear. He's been an absolute Iron Man throughout his career here. So to expect him to be that guy coming in this week, especially after the plays that he made last week, those were full-speed plays. How, how often outside of man coverage do we, see Pat, uh, do we see Patrick Mahomes hitting Travis Kelsey in stride in the open field very few times man-to-man coverage you got to separate zone coverage you got to settle in certain areas certain windows but last week we saw him work much more fluidly I would say than we had seen in recent weeks so like this is this is where these guys want to be they want to be in this in this position they want to be the guys that are leaned on and Travis Kelsey knows all the attention or at least a lot of the attention is going to be garnered by that defense and the defensive backfield towards him, and he's going to take it as a challenge. And Patrick Mahomes is going to say, just like he's, he's done throughout his career, just because you're focusing on 87 does not mean that I'm not going to focus on 87. I'm still going to throw the ball to him because I trust him to beat your guys. This offensive line has played really, really well the last two weeks. I don't think it's a coincidence of why they are at playing as a team at the level that they are heading into this game. But we know Joe Tooney is dealing with a pec strain. There's one report out there saying he's unlikely to play. We'll see as the week goes on. If he can't go, it's Nick Allegretti, who I know is not a rookie. He's experienced. He's a fine backup, but he's not an all-pro. What does that do if, if Joe Tooney cannot play? How does that impact this offense? I think it impacts it just for that reason. Maybe there's a little slight, uh, little bit less confidence in Nick Allegretti because he's not the all pro, but he's been down this road before. He started in the Super Bowl. He's been around. You know, he to me, he's one of the more energetic guys. When you when they rotate in the extra lineman or he has to go onto the field. If you remember, I want to say it was the Miami game. Uh, it might have been the Cincinnati game, but definitely the Miami game. Uh, those last two home games that we had, um, there was a time where he was on the field where he sprinted 60 yards downfield to push uh, uh, one of our receivers. It was Richie James on a big play that he had down the field, and he pushed the pile. That's the energy that you need from that offensive line. That's what you get from Trey Smith or have gotten from Trey Smith. There's a little bit of extra energy where everybody has to catch up to your energy. And whether you're playing offensive line or you're playing defensive back, uh, you have to have that. If you have that quality, uh, that can be a huge asset for the entire team. So do we expect him to be the all pro Joe Tooney and protect as such? Who knows? But I'm sure that there's a lot of confidence in Allegretti. Dane, and last thing for me, because you played with a guy like this, uh, Benjamin Solak, he's going to join us in just a minute. I thought he really did a good job describing the fact that the talent difference between Mahomes and Josh Allen isn't significant, but that 1% difference between the two of them is what makes all the difference between winning and losing most of the time and all the championships. Joe Montana was that guy. There might've been guys who were close to him, but the difference between 
being 99% of Joe Montana and being 100% of him is a massive difference. What, in your mind, makes up that gap? I think it's about recognizing the moment and staying calm and cool. And Joe Montana, when I was in the huddle with him, you couldn't tell if it was first down and we were up by 30 points or if it was third down on a crucial two-minute drive. Like, everything was even-keeled, and it kept everybody else even-keeled. And uh, I think that's a huge quality, that you still have the drive, you still have the competitive fire, but you're not freaking out, and you're not affecting anybody in that huddle negatively. You're not yelling at anybody. You're not emphasizing anything more than it's just another play. It's just the next play that we have to execute. And when you watch Patrick Mahomes, his mannerisms on the field, he's relatively calm. Like the, the outburst that we've seen, the helmet throwing and the, the, you know, the yelling at the refs and all that happened on the sidelines. When he was on the field, when he got between those lines, he's pretty much even keeled, which keeps everybody else relatively even keeled. So that's the difference. And I think the expectation, like there's a difference between hoping and expecting. And Josh Allen, as great as he can be, Justin Herbert, you can name a bunch of quarterbacks. It seems like they are hoping to make the play. They, it seems like they're hoping to get into a, a position to win. Patrick Mahomes expects it. He expects to win. He expects to, to, to thrive. He expects to have an opportunity to put the team on his shoulders and make some magic happen. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.